Welcome to Coffee with the Doc, hosted by Dr. Glenn Schaefer, a practicing chiropractor for over 35 years in Southwest Florida and creator of Basic Essentials Wellness. Six basic time-tested principles that when applied to your life can result in remarkable changes. Coffee with the Doc is designed to inform you, motivate you, and encourage you along your wellness journey. Health and wellness is a choice. Thanks for joining us today. Here's Dr. Schaefer. Welcome to Coffee with the Doc. Well, I hope you've enjoying uh, many of our uh, our different podcasts. We we focus on wellness, and and that's really a, a big title. There's all kinds of things that we could talk about under the heading of wellness. I've broken it into six different categories. If you go to my website, drglenshafer.com, you'll see uh, you'll see the tab there on on wellness, and you can click on that. Uh, uh, and, and you'll see the six different components to my wellness program, Basic Essentials. But today we're going to talk about one of the functional components, and this is healthy feet. Yeah, you think, oh, I'm a healthy feet. And a lot of times uh, people don't uh, realize that as a chiropractor, uh, we work on really or can work on any joint of the body. And, and the feet are kind of your foundation to your skeletal system. So they are really important to your overall skeletal health. If something's going wrong with one of your feet, uh, you're going to have a back problem, a knee problem, a hip problem. Something else is going to crop up along the way if your feet are not healthy. But uh, let me uh, let me not uh, forget to mention our sponsor, Barista Coffee, uh, which I'm sipping on a, a cup of Supremo as we record our podcast today. Uh, always uh, love a little cup of coffee midday. Uh, it's a it's a great uh, it's a great way to finish off my lunch hour. So baristacoffeeusa.com, you can find them there. But anyway. Uh, Let's get back to the, the healthy feet. Uh, we'll start out with uh, a couple of the tr uh, Jeopardy trivia questions on your on your feet. Somehow the experts, and I think this is pretty accurate, have determined that the average adult you know, walks about 6,800 steps per day. Now, many of us have Fitbit and, and Apple Watches and things like this that actually track our steps during the day. And and really, probably my average day is right about there, you know, six or seven thousand steps a day. There are many days that I get more than that, some that I get less than that. But that equates out to, and, and this is the one that, that blew me away, um, 75,000 miles in the course of our lifetime. So that would be the Je Jeopardy question. On average, what? how far do we walk in our lifetime? 75,000 miles, which for you geography uh, buffs, that's going around the equator of the earth three times. Now think about that uh, in the course of our lifetime. So do our feet kind of take a beating through the course of our life? And the answer would be absolutely they do. So the, the end result is that we really need to take care of our feet. But the feet are, are really uh, very complex, much more so than probably the average person understands. There are 26 different bones in each of our feet. There are three different arches that are in our feet, 33 different joints in our feet and ankles that hook up to two bones in the lower part of the leg. So there is a lot of movable parts in our ankle and feet. 
Over half of the bones in the entire body are in our wrists, hands, ankles, and feet. So you think about that. Whoa, over half the bones in the entire body are in those joints, which are in our wrists and hands, ankles, and feet. But the feet are the foundation. There have been many times in the course of my chiropractic career where a back problem has been the result of an initial foot problem. A uh, quick story, uh, years ago, I had a middle-aged uh, uh, gal coming in and she had low back and sciatic pain. Many of you know what that's all about, where you have pain in your lower back that runs all the way down one of your legs. And I, I was working on her in the initial weeks of taking care of her. I noticed that she was missing two fingers on her right hand. So I got talking to her about that. And she said back in high school or something, she had cut those two fingers off and she went through all these surgeries trying to reattach them and do this and do that. And she's going on telling me about all these different surgeries. And, and one of the ones that she kind of played out there was that they tried to make her a couple of fingers. And, and, and as she continued on, I said, stop, stop, stop. Wait, whoa, 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 back up. They, they tried to make a couple of fingers. Tell me about that. Well, what they did is they took a bone or two out of her foot and tried to make fingers. Now, you and I, when we first hear that, and even a lay person that hears that, that has no medical understanding would realize, okay, you're going to take a perfectly healthy foot and take a couple of bones out of it and make a finger. What about the foot? You know, you got to stand on that the rest of her life. So, And what was her problem that she was into my office for? Her low back, which is what I started out saying. You have a foot problem. It can contribute to your back problem. Well, she'd been limping around for 20 some years on a foot that hurt ever since they did that, what I would call stupid malpractice, you know, they should hang that fellow up, you know, type of surgery. And she ended the conversation with, yeah, they don't do that surgery anymore. And I'm like, duh, <laughs> you know, th that should be malpractice. You you can't do that to someone because the, the feet are so important and it messed her up really for the rest of her life. Um, and, and created this back problem that she had that she came in to see me for. So the feet are kind of uh, missed a lot of time. People walk around with, with sore feet and just think, oh, that's just the way it has to be. And that's not true. But let's, uh, let's look at a couple of the common problems. And, and a couple of these I, I see very commonly in my chiropractic practice. Plantar fasciitis, uh, heel spurs, those are two very common ones, which are the result really of kind of the arches either falling down or what's called a pronation type of issue where you're, you're flat feet, so to speak. We have these arches in our feet that are designed to be there that help give us a little uh, a spring to our step and, and support all the different bones there. But the more mileage we put on it, the injuries that occur along the way, those arches can start to kind of fall down a little bit and we start having this uh, flat foot type of syndrome. And I'm simplifying it uh, so that we can kind of get a paint a picture uh, for you. It's it's a little more complex than how I'm actually explaining it. But there's a fascia, which is a tough tissue that runs along the bottom of the foot. It attaches into the front of the heel and goes all the way out to your toes, right on the bottom of the foot. And as your foot starts to flatten out, it starts to stretch that fascia and that fascia gets inflamed. And that's 
the plantar fasciitis where it gets inflamed. But as it's pulling and, and tugging, it will create a bone spur on the front part of that heel bone. And that's the heel spur that so many people commonly suffer with. And we'll talk about uh, some things that we can do about that uh, in just a moment. But some other issues we see are, are kind of bunions where that, that big toe joint there, it becomes malformed. Uh, we also see people that suffer with a lot of, of blisters, wear and tear with how their, their shoe kind of fits their foot. Uh, some people have obviously different shaped feet. I use this example all the time when, when we're explaining beds and pillows and other things uh, that we have to find one that's made for you because everybody is uniquely different. So we have shoes right off the shelf that are one size fits all kind of thing. I mean, there's different sizes, but people have vastly different shaped feet. And sometimes it's really hard for some folks to find a shoe that fits their foot well, because either it's very long and skinny or wide and short or whatever the case may be. And they create some blisters and, and that and start getting some calluses and different things that create problems down the road. Obviously, you can have sprains and strains in the foot and ankle. We can also have stress fractures in some of the delicate bones of the foot. That's very, very common. And we see a lot of folks with uh, gout type issues where the uric acid levels have increased and concentrated in certain joints, most commonly in the foot for a lot of people in the 40 to 50 age bracket for men, postmenopausal women, you know, start developing some of these gout type problems. Also neuromas, which are uh, thickening around the nerves that are down in, tends to be in the ball of the foot, that particular area. And I've talked a, a number of times about neuropathy. Uh, that was our topic last week. We covered neuropathy, which is in the feet. You can have uh, numbness, burning, tingling, you know, pain down in the feet because the nerves are essentially dying in those different areas. So what, uh, what can we do uh, about all these things on a kind of a preventative basis, if you will? Um, obviously, the plantar fasciitis, the heel spurs, we got to look at the feet. What I tend to do is a, a physical examination. We check everything from the waist down. We look at uh, their overall health picture because some of these things can contribute uh, blood sugar levels, uh, circulatory problems, gout can be a, an issue. So we want to look at all those different things uh, in terms of uh, uh, how they might impact the feet. But a physical examination of the feet, we take a gait analysis, look at the how the patient is actually walking with their shoes off. We see how the, the feet are functioning through the course of gait. We do a physical examination of the feet and ankles look at uh, problem areas. We may take an x-ray of that to see where there are some arthritic changes that are in there. But uh, one of the things that I see very often when, when patients come in from a podiatrist, and, and we do refer patients to podiatrists, so it's not like I don't think they do a good job, but most of the time they're not looking at mobilizing and, and working out some of the joints in the foot and the ankle, which is critical, just like every other joint of the body. And and one of the things that uh, chiropractors do so well is they, they help joints to function better. Even though that joint may have arthritis, it may have some wear and tear issues, our goal is always how can we get that joint that's having a problem to function a little better? And we apply this to the feet also. So we look at all of the joints of the feet. Sometimes it's, it's literally amazing. I mean, it's absolutely amazing because you have a person that's had foot pain for oh, years sometimes. And 
Really, it's a buildup of some adhesions, possibly a little misalignment of one of those uh, 25 different bones that are in the foot or ankle that we can manipulate and move back in a little better position. We can break up some of those adhesions, get some of those things, those joints down in the foot and ankle moving better. And they're amazed, you know, they're like, oh my, I can't believe I can walk without pain now that I've had for 10 years. And their assessment of it was, you didn't hardly do anything. But in reality, we're just getting in and, and getting a joint or two working better in the foot and ankle. So that's part of the process that is missed often when uh, a patient is at a, a, a podiatrist. They do a great job of evaluating some of these different diseases, doing surgeries when joints have deteriorated, and even um, uh, recommending some orthotics. But a lot of times uh, when all of that is done, sometimes you still have to get in and get those joints moving a little better. And that's one thing that chiropractors do so well is get those joints moving better, functioning better, utilizing uh, manipulative type techniques in there. But the uric acid, uh, there, there, are some, there are some foods that you should stay away from. And, and everybody's a little bit different. I'm going to give you a, a kind of a, a somewhat uh, generalized list, but even in some of these different categories, some folks don't, that will not cause a uric acid problem and in others it will. But in general, the research says, you know, stay away from the, the red meats. Uh, some fishes actually, they say to stay away from the herring, tuna, mackerel, uh, sardines, uh, salmon is supposed to be good. Um, scallops, stay away from those. Um, organ meats, stay away from those. Alcohol is another one. Uh, staying away from high sugar type foods. And you think of some of those, and that, that makes sense. The, these high sugary foods contribute to inflammatory reactions in the body, which the feet go through as part of that gouty process. But there are even some vegetables that they say to stay away from, asparagus and mushrooms, even some fruits to stay away from. I'm reading all this. I'm going, wow, is there anything you can eat <laughs> that doesn't contribute to, to gout? But Dates, plums, prunes, pears, you're supposed to stay away from and, and uh, high fat dairy types of products. But, and that's a long list, really with a lot of these different conditions, what I try to get patients to do is really a kind of a dietary uh, uh, housekeeping or list um, of what they're eating and try to find out what is causing their particular problem. Because out of that long list, you may only have two that really contribute to your gout, but you need to figure out what those two are. You have to eliminate them all, kind of add them back slowly one at a time to determine which ones cause you to have the increased uric acid levels. And those are the ones that then you need to stay away from. But in general, if you're overweight, Think about this for a second. And, and, and many of my patients want to lose weight. And I said, it's good for just about every part of your body, your feet as well. If you are 20 pounds overweight, that means there's 20 pounds extra pressure going on your feet every time you're walking around. So losing weight, if you're overweight, is a, is a big plus for your feet and your ankles. Increase those complex uh, carbohydrates, you know, certain fruits, grains, vegetables, water increase your water intake, especially if you think of uh, uric acid levels. We want to flush it out. Uh, so many people do not drink enough water during the course of every day. Uh, they drink coffee every day, barista coffee, by the way. 
get my plug in for my sponsor. But they don't drink enough water. You got to have water. Now, all day long, I drink water. So if there's anything in your system, you're trying to flush that out. So it's very, very critical to drink lots of water. Increasing those omega-3 polyunsaturated fats. Uh, salmon, again, is another good one for that. Lean proteins, going back to that. Eggs, nuts, seeds, tofu, plenty of vitamin D along the way. So those are some dietary things to kind of give you a little help. There's a whole bunch of research out there and diet probably is the biggest contributor for gout type problems. Most people that have struggled with gout, they already know what some of those foods are that they need to stay away from, but you may not, but you need to kind of figure that out. Uh, some of these different conditions, we, we might put a, a boot on a person for a little bit if they've had a, a certain type of sprain strain, a ligament strain or a compression fracture, or that, you know, just wearing that walking boot kind of takes some of the pressure of certain joints in the foot and ankle and uh, helps that area to just heal. We get the stress off it until it can heal. We do a, a, a lot of manipulation of, of the feet and ankle, as I'd mentioned previously, but we also make some orthotics. We have a variety of different types of orthotics that we make, uh, different styles to fit different shoes. Man, I can usually give one style to. Because most guys, we whether we have a workout shoe, whatever, we can put, you know, the full length, you know, Cadillac orthotic in that and we can transfer it from every shoe that we own. Women, not so much. <laughs> you have so many different uh, types of shoes. And oh, by the way, uh, a lot of the types of shoes is the contributing factor as to why you have foot problems. I look at a lot of women's shoes and most of them are not very supportive for the arches, your ankles, or anything else. So it's it's it really causes a you know a big problem for a lot of women is the shoes that they are wearing on a regular basis. Now, if you want to go out to an evening and whatever, and yeah, and you wear a you know a high heel dress shoe, and it's it's for an hour or two, you know whatever, no big deal. But when you're wearing shoes that are really detrimental to your foot and ankle, most of the time you're going to develop a foot problem more than likely. So the shoe is very, very important, but uh, we make a variety of, of these orthotics uh, to help out to support the arches properly, support the ankle properly, balance out, the, it even balances out the pelvis. If you've got a deficiency in an arch on one side, it's dropping your, your pelvis on that side, creating extra stress on your lower back. So it's real significant that we balance that out. So orthotics are a great way to go about doing that. And the nice thing about orthotics, they they tend to last for years. You can switch them from one shoe to the other. You know, so they're they're somewhat expensive. You know, three four hundred dollars, but they last you for years, and you can use them in different shoes. So it's a great investment. You know, to help your feet. Um, anyway, I hope that's been of some help to you. The feet are critical in our overall health and well-being. If you're, uh, even if you think, boy, I don't ha have a foot problem, you may indeed have a have an arch that's kind of fallen down and it's thrown your pelvis off a little bit and it's contributing to some ongoing or periodic lower back problems. So it's part of our initial examination is always to look at the feet and uh, do a gait analysis and take a look at how people are walking and, and maybe catch some problems before they create bigger problems. So in the big picture of our overall wellness, the feet are your foundation to your musculoskeletal system. They're critical. Uh, you can certainly give us a call here at the office. We would love to check you out if you're having an issue with that. 
Uh, you can find us on the web at drglennschafer.com. You also have all of our podcasts on there, our previous podcasts. And, and uh, we also do a, a printout, a script of most of these. Uh, so that most of them are there, plus a, a wealth of other information on wellness and your health. Well, I got a, an exciting guest I've been working on uh, getting uh, Lonnie Michelle, who is a uh, she's a she's a I call her a health nut. She is a, a she's been involved in in health and fitness for years. She at one time and I think even even presently a professional bodybuilder. But uh, she has come a, a long way, and and really a lot of her thinking in terms of wellness and exercise um, are, are right in line with what I have been talking about. So. We're working on getting her as a guest. I'm, I'm hoping on our next podcast that we can sync up our schedules and, and get her on here because I think you'll you'll see a whole other perspective in terms of exercising and fitness. And, and if you go onto this gal's website and you see a picture of her, you'll go, oh my. I mean, she uh, she just looks great and she's fit and, it, and she's got a great uh, common sense approach to working out for all ages. Uh, men and women. She coaches people on on working out. So it'll be a, a great asset to get her on the show. And we're working on getting uh, Lonnie Michelle uh, on here, hopefully for our next podcast. But anyway, again, our, our corporate sponsor, Barista Coffee. You can find them on the web at baristacoffeeusa.com. Again, uh, uh, great coffee, Colombian, 100% Colombian. And it is roasted right here in the sunshine state of Florida. We well, hope you've uh, enjoyed our show today. Uh, tune in again next time for Coffee with the Doc. Thanks for listening to Coffee with the Doc, hosted by Dr. Glenn Schaefer. To learn more about Dr. Schaefer, go to www.drglennschaefer.com. That's D-R-G-L-E-N-S-C-H-A-F-F-E-R.com. Or call 239-267-3133. You can also visit him at San Carlos Chiropractic, 19150 Acorn Road in Estero, Florida.